right. <laughs> Welcome in Dynasty League Talk Podcast, episode number 28. I am here with Evan. Evan, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good considering the uh, day I had, but, you know. A little bit of a rough one? Yeah, you know, the kids, man. You know, I don't want to talk into it too much, but. <sighs> sounds like we're. Yeah, sounds like you could use a it's supposed to be a quick break. podcast. Yeah, I have a mini vacation coming up here, so I have I'm off tomorrow, so nice. I'm gonna be good. So yeah, I'll, I'll recover. How are well, you? What did this uh, What did this day lead you to drink tonight? Well, I decided to after I got the home prep for the trip because we're kind of going up to Michigan for a Ooh. wedding. Yeah, I know we're going up for a wedding. Uh, my sister's getting married, so I'm gonna be obnoxious up there, and I'm gonna be well prepared too. Um, but, uh, I'm drinking some of that, uh, rabbit hole bourbon that I bought. And, yeah, uh, I think I posted it one time. I, I think it's, Cav- I don't know what it says on the front. Cavell, Cavill or something like that, but it's pretty good. A little bit out of my price range, but I bought it twice now. So if that says anything. Nice. I do have a rabbit hole in my, um, my stock, but I don't think it's the same type. I can't remember which one I have, but. It's been good. I am yeah. drinking a um, Homestead beer. This is Cry Havoc. Compliments of Will sent it my direction. Thank you, All right, Will. Will. Thanks, bud. And it's pretty damn good. Uh, it's the second Homestead beer I've had, and I think this is my favorite so far. So, Oh, a favorite, too. A nice double IPA uh, hazy, which is my preferred beer type. Well, I will say that Will seems to be a – Quite the connoisseur when it comes to craft beer, and I trust his taste. So, yeah, me too. He hasn't steered me wrong he's yet. He's opened me up. I think. I mean, oh, one of those guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he's opened me up to new beers. Sorry, um, but I think I don't know if it was Steve or Will, but I think one of them mentioned two tones to me, and it was Will. Yeah. Will, uh, it was Will. Right. Okay. I think Will used to live pretty close to there. All right. Well, I mean, that's pretty much just like you know, done it for me. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been hanging out with the owners now since then so appreciate it bud so someday we're gonna move to bexley and be closer to two tones if you yeah that'd be cool are you do you, you have plans to do that try to move into bexley a little bit uh someday perhaps if that'd i continue cool, to work there's some there's some i mean it's definitely a nice area it's like it's like upper arlington but smaller and more packed in. There's like no space between houses there. That's like the only drawback, yeah. if you ask me. That's like that's the only thing though. Otherwise, yeah. it's like it's pretty damn nice. Like I've lived there for about five years in an apartment, just just off the corner. So, yeah, it. it I really we, I, we I have a talk soft more. Spot uh, yeah, we can talk more off air about it, but um, let's get into the fancy football aspect of things. Today's episode, sure. um, we're going to be reviewing. We're essentially doing like a strength of schedule episode. So the strength of schedule is going to be based off of um, the power rankings that Evan and I did earlier this year. Um, so make that, you know, as you will, that. Yeah, take that for what you will. Because obviously Evan's skewed some some teams like Beavers <laughs> and Steve Hogman quite a bit. So but next time. Super accurate. But. Right. Right. But next time we want your guys' input and then we'd have more accurate. It's true. We did ask for everyone to do a power ranking, and no one did. So it's really on you guys. Right. We were going to average everybody's. Essentially, the way the schedule is lined up is the first three weeks, 
is the, mirrors the last three <clears> weeks. So whoever you played the beginning of the season, you play at the end of the season, and then you'll play everyone else once. So I essentially just looked at those three games that are doubled up to determine the strength of the schedule because otherwise it should be equal. So right. Um, so we'll get right into it here. We'll essentially go from the you want to go from the easiest schedule or the hardest schedule first. Um, let's start with the easiest. So the easiest schedule by a landslide is actually a Fever's team. Ooh. So, and really what makes this the easiest is he plays both Jake Powers and Will twice. Okay. Um, as well as myself. Oh. But anytime you have Will and, and Jake, which were the power rankings, team 11 and 12, it's going to, you know, definitely going to be the easiest right. probably schedule. So, you know, Fever is one of those fringe playoff teams for me personally, and Looking at strength of schedule, it, it probably sways it pretty favorable in his ha- his hand. Right. Bodes well for him. Yeah, uh, for but sure. like the NFL, I mean, the attrition is there, and there's a lot of turnover. And like you know, you make a good pick here and there, especially in our league when it was pretty competitive with the, among the playoff teams. You could be right there in the running. So, you know, if some of those picks turn out. Like they could be more of a challenge than you think, and they might catch you on an off week, which happens. Yeah, definitely. I think um, both Powers and Will also have a lot of rookies that could look a lot mm-hmm. better at the end of the year. So yep. I could easily see Fever win them in the beginning, and then depending yep. on how the team's looking at the end, and you know maybe Will's team's coming on, Lawrence and Burrow, mm-hmm. and starting maybe, to get that uh, chemistry Trey, down. Yeah, Trey Sermon maybe steps up. Uh, I, I could definitely see it. Mostert gets hurt because he always does. Yeah. Right. So, so like the, we have the entire season to play out. So, I mean, just like in the NFL, I like guess we all see sometimes a hear, injury here and there, a team becomes, you know, straight tr- garbage if they're top heavy and they, they lose a guy or two. So. For sure. Either way, you got to be happy if you're fever looking at that schedule. So the next two teams on the list are actually tied for the next easiest. And it is your team, Evan, as well as Hobbs's team. Oh, okay. Um, we'll take down. We'll look at your team first. You play Jake Powers and Cheesecake Factory, which again is setting you up pretty nicely. And then you also mm-hmm. play uh, Robert's team, Racing Sausages, twice as well. So you got to be pretty happy about those matchups. I mean, we just talked about them a little bit, so we don't have to echo it too much. Robert is going to be a tough matchup for you for sure, um, but you get two swings at him. So yeah, and um, you know. I need to get some revenge on him. So it could be an interesting uh, thing. I mean, that's a situation where you guys are both playoff teams. You could play, you know, twice. You play the last week of the season, the regular season, and then you could end up meeting in the playoffs again. So mm. you had maybe a formidable rivalry after this week or after this season. Yeah, because usually my rival is Steve, and he's not really showing up right now. So get on yeah, that, folks. Not 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 Steve Hoverman, Steve the 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 Swazington football team. Right, right. I know what you meant. Uh, Hobbs' team. We look at his. He plays Hey Darnold twice. He plays Swazi twice, and he plays Field of Dreams, which is now uh, Steve Hoverman's team twice. Well, this one I think is a little deceiving because, as we all know, you buried uh, Steve Hoverman's team way way too low. So his overall power right. ranking I think is very deceptive. But I think uh, my take has aged well, hasn't it? No, I don't think so. Not at all. He lost Cam Akers. So? Um, that's like a top five running back. Ooh. Was it? 
I think so. We'll never know. We'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Um, either way, I mean, injuries are going to happen to every team, so it's hopefully just happened a little sooner than than others. Right, but that's a significant one. That's more it is. than just it is. not that. I mean, running backs in this league are already hard to come by. Guys that can run and catch at a high level. He was he was set up for a big season, um, and that, that's a big blow. So. It is. So uh, I think, uh, hey, Darnold's an interesting one. I think he's one that we, if I remember right, we both said we had ranked too low um, after we reviewed his team. So, again, it could be adding to a little bit of the deceptiveness as far mm-hmm. as Hobbs's, um schedule being easier than maybe it actually is. And then Swazi's team, uh, you know, it, it <laughs> probably should be a pretty easy matchup depending on how things go. Steve has an interesting team. I think he drafted very well this year. Well, I mean, are we talking about Steve Swazi? Not yet. Sorry, I had to step away there. Yep, Steve Swazi. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I thought. He he, he had a, a few good picks. I I, I really like the uh, Terrace Marshall and the Pat Firemuth pick because I think it really helps his team. And if they Najee Harris comes in, I mean, I think he's going to be a great running back. I don't think he's going to be rookie of the year. And this might be a down year for him because I think Pittsburgh's going to struggle in general. I I stand by what I said when we did the power ranking episode that I think his team. I think Hobbs gave me shit for it, but I think his team could really surprise people. I mean, I I think I ranked him at ninth, didn't I? Yeah, I think we both had him. We both had him a tenth. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, well, I think, I, you know, Fitzpatrick could end up being a really good QB. I mean, if he's Between a starter Carr and Tua, someone could step up. Harris, I think everyone thinks is going to be a stud. He has Ridley, who is a stud. And then he's got Galladay. He's got Tyler Higby, who I think could um, be a really nice sleeper here. He's got players. Yeah, so he's not, got guys. And he's Terrence not on the Marshall dick. has had a very good preseason. And we already know Terrace Marshall is going to be the next Robbie Anderson probably as soon as week, what, <laughs> week two, week one. I don't know about that, but I mean, yeah. So he has some players. He could, he could surprise people this year. He really could. Spot. So he I'm was actually just a little bit more active. I feel like he could really do something with this team. His tight end situation is kind of bleh, but he could I mean, be worse. It's how to be worse. I mean, Stafford is a down the field thrower. I mean, I, I mean, he's like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, I mean, Aaron Rodgers targeted Tunyon a lot last year. He threw a lot of touchdowns to him, but he didn't get a lot of yards. Him and they they, they they like to go down the field and like usually the the tight end is running that is like threatening that middle of the field intermediate intermediary route like you know like the mid route but like you know Higby I don't really see him going deep a lot but like he's gonna get a lot of targets it's gonna be a high passing offense especially because they lost Cam Akers like so he's got a good he's got a decent tight end too yeah like, so um Calvin Ridley. I mean, he could be Calvin a top really in my, eight is, dynasty he, wide receiver. He's like, one of the few people in the NFL, I think, that could end up number one wide receiver overall. Like he's, yeah. he's in his realm of I, outcomes, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. There's probably like, only five or six guys that like, have look, that. He had 236 really. fantasy points last season. He had 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns. He's projected for 1,700 yards. That's ridiculous. 168 targets. Now, I don't know if he gets that, but like 
Dude, I don't know if you've ever watched this guy like just like play like just out of pass on one on one. I know it doesn't really mean anything, but he makes DBs spit on their head and go the other way. And he's also like like a pretty athletic I'm, freak. When we did his team review, I called him a blue chip and you argued it for a while. Yeah, so I know. Sounds like you're finally on board. Last year, though, is really solidified it, I think. Like, yeah, he is I think he's great. really up there. I mean, the biggest concern for him in the long term is just he's going to lose Matt Ryan here at some point. So, but yeah. for this year, who cares? So, all those, you know, we consider Swazi to be one of the worst teams. He's definitely out of the the big three of Powers, Will, and Swazi. He's not the guy I'd want to play twice, you know? Yeah, I yeah. I definitely agree. Um, because the way his team could, like, I mean. His team could get hot week to week. Uh, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I wouldn't want to play him late in the season when I need a win. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when some of those rookies start to play more. Like, Eric Ebron is not going to be starting a t- tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it's going to be Fryermuth. I've heard a lot of uh, my Steelers friends tell me it's going to be Fryermuth. So, we'll see. All right, let's move on here. Um, next on the uh, strength of schedule is Jake Powers' team. So Jake has luxury of playing you twice, which we already kind of talked about. He's playing Fever twice, which we already talked about. And then to wrap it up, he's playing uh, Will's team, Cheesecake Factory. So pretty fun to me that he's playing Will twice. And the very last game of the season is with Will. That could very well decide the first overall pick. So I love that they're playing the last week of the regular season. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah, I think it will be fun too. So I can't wait to review that one uh, later in the season. But hopefully it comes down to the wire for the first overall pick, assuming it's between them. So We'll we'll see how their teams develop. And if it's not – that's going to be a story in itself, and I'm sure we'll cover it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. I think right now, uh, you know, I think right now Jake's team is a lot better than Will's, but um, I feel like Jake is going to be uh, capitalizing on value this season, so we'll see what he does. Will's got a lot of unproven talent, but it could easily approve itself very quickly. Yep. So It just takes – these teams' rookies just take a step forward, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they become better teams right away. So, I know a hot topic. I don't. We don't want to talk about too many specific players or like hate on or anything. But you know, we're talking about Joe Burrow here is one of those quarterbacks, right? You're correct. Yeah. So like, he's an interesting player right now because I don't know if it's the Bengals or him. I bet on. I bet on Burrow for sure, one hundred percent. But it's just kind of weird what they've done with him this this offseason. And it, it, it's not even anything really to say because, I mean, it's plain to see. So, I think he's just mentally working his way back. Okay. I think it's very reasonable. I think Saquon Barkley is going through the same thing. Corton Sutton's going through the same thing. Yes, yes. Saquon Barkley popped up with that. He said they, they, he, you know, maybe be on a pitch count. And I think also, like, DeAndre Swift was also on that, too. He had a growing thing. But I think their concern is, is like, not that they're not healthy, it's that. Are they in enough good enough shape having having those injuries to be game ready right away and not get hurt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think a big chunk with mental too. I mean, these guys gotta have confidence to cut on it and confidence to get hit while they're cutting on it. It just takes mm-hmm. a little while. So yeah. Um some guys never get over it. So we'll see. But we'll we'll jump right into Will's team next. Him and Jason's team are tied for the um, next two easiest schedules. So really, okay. uh, we kind of already reviewed Will's so far. He's playing U12 
Beaver twice and Jake Powers twice. So mm-hmm. I don't think we have to talk too much about him. Again, I think the highlight is that last week is between him and Powers should be a lot of fun. Um, I don't have too much else to say about his strength of schedule. Yeah. About you. No, I mean, yep, it's pretty much there. I noticed I mentioned in a lot of these uh, easy schedules, but you know that's how it is. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're wanting to lose, like I'd imagine Will and Power are, you know, it's not the necessarily hardest schedule. You know, they're they're some of the worst teams, and here they are with some of the easiest schedules. So. In general, they're probably not too happy to hear this outcome. You know, they probably would have rather played like Hobbs and Robert twice kind of deal than um, mm-hmm. than kind of the lower tier type of teams, excluding you. But um, them playing each other has a big role in that. But, you know, not not ideal really for them to be playing each other twice. So either one of them. Right. So right. They're probably right. not too happy to hear that. Um, moving on to Jason's team here. Um, some new names. He plays uh, – uh, Jeff's team twice. He plays me twice, and he plays Swazi twice. Ooh. So I think um, hopefully my team is competitive. Jeff's team should be competitive, and we just kind of outline Swazis in detail. So I feel like those six games for Jason could literally go anyway. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a fun, fun schedule for him to play out. Yeah, I agree there. Like Jason's famously known for tanking last year when he had a chance to win it all. Um, we'll see what his his strategy is this year. Um, maybe he gets a different read on his team early on and starts tanking immediately after week one or two. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's going to be fun <laughs> towards the end of the season, um, whether he's tanking or not. Uh, you know, I think for me, Jason and Jeff, it's probably going to come down to the end of the season as far as who's going to be in the playoffs and who's out of the playoffs. So for us, three teams to be playing. Um, you know, or I, I guess me and Jeff to be playing Jason weeks 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. It could really decide a lot once we get down to it. So maybe we should recap who we think will make the playoffs and who won't. I think it's the end of this. Um, good. Yeah, I, I actually got it right in front of me. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Let's let's do let's hit that at the so end. We'll, I think that'll be a nice little capper to kind of put everything back. Yeah, do you want me to recap it right at the end? Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Yeah, I think in the future, I I kind of came up with this idea for the strength of schedule later on, but next year I think we'll do the power ranking and then the strength of schedule back-to-back and probably right before the season starts. So next offseason will go a little bit smoother. But mm-hmm. anyways, back on board here. Um, that was the first schedules that we just reviewed. So now we're kind of moving into the top half of the strength of schedule being the harder strength of the schedule. So uh, starts us off here with the sixth hardest schedule. He's playing Swazi twice, Hey Dark, and then um, Hobbs twice. So Mm. having Hobbs on your schedule is going to put you up there um, just because he's the favorite in our power rankings to win. Mm -hmm. And then, um, well, I don't think we need to review Swazi's team anymore. And, like right. we mentioned before, I think um, he's a kind of like a like the, you know he's kind of like a black horse team. He might you just he might catch you like if his guys hit together on one week, you might you, could, you, you'll lose. Catch you. <laughs> and then hey, Darnold, like we've said, was a a team although we ranked lower, we both really liked. So I don't think mm-hmm. that's a gimme game either. Although I really like Steve's team even without Acres. So to me, he's still the favorite and. 
uh, two out of those three matchups. So yeah, not terrible. If, if you're Steve, you're you're probably okay with that schedule. It's fun that him and Hobbs are um, again they're they're playing the very last week of the season, and um, that that could determine a heavy bye week schedule. Yeah, you never um, know. There's a good chance they may both need to win that game to get a bye or or whatever, even seeding one versus two kind of stuff. So I think that game will be in play as far as an important one. I think I had a similar game with that with the uh, Hobbs late in the season, or maybe in Robert last last year. I I played one of them really late, and it was like a good deciding factor. Yeah, well, you're so, playing Robert again late this year, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, next two teams here are tied for the fourth and fifth um, toughest schedule. We have Jeff and Robert. We'll go ahead and do Jeff's team first. Um, he's playing Jason twice, he's playing Robert twice, and he's playing Hey Darnold twice. So those are pretty tough games. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Jeff was one of those fringe um, playoff teams. We ultimately left him just out of the playoffs. And looking at those three three matchups, um, you know, that's going to be tough. Again, another fun – this is fun the way it's working out. He's playing Hey Darnold at the very last week of the season for his second time, and those two teams are going to be fringe playoff teams, so that may be a huge matchup for those two. Yeah, it definitely will be. Yeah, and, and again, just, he's playing Jason towards the end. That That's going to weigh into it a lot. So, Oh, yeah. But that Hey Darnold and um, Jeff 2.0 matchup I think is going to be a fun <laughs> one to look at. Jeff 2.0. Okay. And, uh, and I'm sure that you've uh, – Sorry, kind of forgot what I was going there. Let's just move on. Next one. <laughs> well, we got to re- review Roberts real quick. Let me find him here. It's all the way at the bottom, I think. Racing sausages. Do we ever clarify what the hell a racing sausage was? Buckeyes, does Buckeyes just score? Sorry, I was distracted by the game. I was honestly balls deep in the podcast. I wasn't looking at the Ohio State game. Oh. Well, I think it's 23 21 now. Must have scored. My TV is also a little bit behind here. Oh yeah, my TV's behind. I'm sure. I'm sure the Hobbermans will let us know what's going on. Nice. They just scored for me. My TV is about a minute behind because it's hijacked cable. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Uh, Racing sausages here. He plays me twice. He plays uh, Jeff twice, and he plays you twice. So that's a a pretty tough schedule or gauntlet here for the. the reigning champ. Obviously, all th- me and you, we both project as being playoff teams, and Jeff is a fringe one. So that that's a tough ending schedule. Yeah, definitely is. And we kind of reviewed already, but you two playing at the end, I think, is going to be fun. So you guys yeah. could be vying for uh, seating position as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's certainly going to be the case. The next two teams we have tied here as well. It's Steve, um, Steve M, and then me. And hey, Darnold plays Hobbs twice, plays Field of Dreams twice, and he plays Jeff twice. That is a damn tough schedule playing Hobbs and Steve Hoberman twice, followed by mm-hmm. Jeff. That's like so again, it's just, that's just like a bunch of like these middling teams that are like kind of pushing, like having more breakout players, probably gonna have a better year than they did have last year. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we, I feel like when we spoke about middling teams, for a large part, it was like Fever, Jeff, Steve, maybe Jason, depending on how you liked his team. 
<laughs> yeah, who knows what he does with this? And team. you know, looking at the schedule, it certainly seems like Steve and Jeff have a, a much harder route to get there. So that that could really be the deciding factor. Throwing a few injuries, tough schedule. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Go up here and look at my schedule. I play Robert twice. I play Jason twice, and I play Fever twice. Wow, not a fun group to play. However, that's, that's a bad. That's a bad doubles. And then you play. You play me. Play Jason, play Hobbs, right? So that's like yeah. a that's a pretty uh, rough double, and you play all the rest of us there. So, yep, yeah. The- <laughs> You're pretty. I, I if I were, if I'd I'd be pretty happy if I were you that Jameis Winston is starting quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, just I was- that he has that opportunity. Just because I- Watson makes a huge difference, but he's yeah. obviously not playing right now but that's a totally different story it's like you it would be different like you'd be you'd be thumping on other teams if watson was you know it'd be a different view a little bit with that situation i mean i tried most of the offseason to kind of add a qb when available i was trying to get stafford from you for a while um mm-hmm. i was trying to get some of the ones that that jason got and then uh, i tried to get a few other lower tier ones and then uh, it just wasn't working out for me. Well, just didn't want to overpay for it with all the unknown of not knowing if I was going to have Jameis yeah. or Watson. So <clears throat> it's nice that I feel okay about my decision not to frantically trade for one. I'll see right. what's happening midseason. I fully anticipate that Jameis will probably lose the job at some point. But <laughs> I don't know, man. It, I think it's one of the great mysteries in sports, really. Like, it's Yeah. It's in the realm of possibilities that he doesn't. So, but like he might, he, like he might get benched for a few games. He he might play some games. He might come back. Like I don't, like I really don't know. Like it's they both have like a completely. If you could put both of them together into one quarterback, holy shit, Saints would be Super Bowl favorites. Well, yeah, I mean, I still maintain. Dude, can that you I imagine think. that? It'd be better than fucking Cam Newton. <laughs> I think it'd be a too. better version of Cam Newton, man. Yeah, Cam Newton sucks. You essentially have Josh Allen, is what you'd have. Yeah, you probably have Josh Allen. That's basically it. It. Yeah, but yeah, I still maintain. I think Hill just is too. Essentially, I think on the offense, you know, outside of Kamara and Michael Thomas, who's not even on the field right now, right? Your, your best two players are probably Hill and Jameis Winston. So choosing Jameis allows you to put both of them on the field isn't at the that, same isn't time. That crazy dude. They're like best offensive players is Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and well, outside of their other best two, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, those are like the top. Like even Taysom Hill catches passes and like runs the ball and stuff. Yeah, Taysom Hill, and he could probably do that as better than some of the receivers right now, which is kind of the scary thought. For sure. And Callaway, like I love, I have Callaway, I love him, but I mean, for those of you like draft him and redraft, be cautious. Week one, I mean, they play. they play, they play Green Bay, right? I have no idea. I think the Saints play Green Bay. Um, Let's get back on track here. We have one yeah. more team. But I don't think Callaway is going to do very well week one. I have no idea. That. Okay. So don't play him. But right. You want to you wanna bet a six-round pick on it? No. The <laughs> team with the uh, – Hardest schedule here is Swazi. He plays Steve Haberman twice, 
Hobbs solo twice, and then he plays Jason twice. That is definitely the hardest one, probably. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe that'll push him to a uh, number one overall pick. Man, the Hobbs going to be trolling him. It, I mean, he doesn't answer anything anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's too busy at work, dude. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. Busy. I don't yeah, know. Man. I'll continue to offer him uh, an out every year. Woo! But hey, return look at this year. If he, I think, he, who fumbled? Ohio State just sacked. Fumble Ex- for yeah, fumble, fumble, Ruski, huh? <laughs> yeah, looks like it. No, that's the game right there. So we'll review uh, two things here. I'll read the um, – these are our power rankings from best to worst team. We have Hobbs, Robert, Evan, Jason, me, and Steve Hoberman. Those are our playoff projections. And then the next six teams are Jeff, Fever, Steve M, Swazi, Power. So those are our power rankings from a few weeks ago. And then I'll go ahead and review the um, strength of schedule from the uh, hardest to the easiest. So the hardest is Swazi, me, Steve M, Robert, Jeff, Steve Hobbin, Jason, Will, Powers, Hobbs, Evan, and Fever. Hmm. Any uh, major takeaways from? I mean, I think. Overall I think, review. I, I mean, I think it kind of all plays itself out there. I mean, just based up points scored in our rankings from last year. But um, what I want to say is, like, some of these teams that didn't make the playoffs, I mean, you guys pick – like, if land a few draft picks, like, you're right there. It's like – it's the competition level between the winning teams and the losing teams is, like, one or two starters. And if you draft well, that's one or two starters. And then it's, that's it. So – yeah, that's where really I don't think anybody's ever really out right of away. reach, and I just want to like I just want to like reiterate that it takes a lot. Like, I mean, it takes like luck, good drafting, and just you know sticking with it. You know. So. Yeah, I mean, I would encourage people. You know, you're not going to play every team until what is it, week eleven? So I mean, hang in there. You might play harder people in the beginning, and you may play them again at the end, but. You know, the middle of the season, you're going to play the other half of the, the the league. So, yeah. And this is dynasty. Don't count yourself out too soon. Don't do what Jason did and just decide you're tanking week six or seven or eight and then yeah. just like continue to carry it through. You know, I guess start um, Frank Gore or something. start your start your best players and and see where you're at, you know, come week right. 11. Right. So. Some of these rookies end up as, you know, top two or first round picks next year. Like, so you just got to wait and see what happens. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think my takeaway is, you know, Hobbs has a pretty easy schedule. Um, so putting him number one seems like a pretty safe mm-hmm. spot to have him. I think Fever, who I had as a fringe team, ha- having the easiest schedule really makes me feel like he'll He's end up higher playoffs. Than higher than where I put them. Mm-hmm. And then um, on the opposite side, you know, I think Steve M and uh, Jeff, um, I think the playoffs and it, you know, I think that may end up coming to fruition. It'll be tough. They'll end up playing. I think, didn't we say they play each other the very last week? So wow. I feel like yeah. those two likely will be playing for. It's going to be fierce for that last, those last yeah. two spots. There's going to yeah, be a lot, sure. I think there's there's gonna be a lot of extra. Especially with the extra regular season game this year, it's um 
you know, it's going to be that much closer. Right. So, all right. Any last words? Nope. Wish you all luck this coming year. Uh, John, and I got, John and I got some more stuff planned for you as we go on. Um, I'm probably We're probably going to be doing one or two episodes per week during the season, uh, depending how, how much I have to work. Um, John's going to hop on with me when he can, and I'm going to try to get when he can't maybe. like I'll, We'll have uh, – I'm reaching out to you guys to see if you guys want to have any input. But we're going to try to do a thing where we uh, review the uh, – the matchups like beforehand, kind of like a preview, and then we kind of recap on Sunday, and then you guys can watch Thursday and, and then Monday night is kind of like is you just watch it on your own. But we'll probably just kind of like go over like the matchups and then like what happens on Sunday, and you know, we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. This um this episode concludes the off season podcast schedule, which yeah, we were pretty much making up on the fly. I mean, I kind of loosely yeah. Came up with ideas early on over bottles. Kudos, kudos to John for taking the lead on it for sure. Yeah, this the offseason was a little bit my baby, and then uh you know the hopefully I'm active is. because I don't have a real job, so I'm I'm just gonna be <laughs> active on here. Fuck them kids, man. But uh I, I kind of took notes throughout the year what I thought worked, didn't work, how we can do stuff better. So there'll probably be a similar layout next year, but um hopefully it'll be a little bit smoother and Mm-hmm. you guys have any ideas of stuff we can add exactly or, you know, we want you any, guys to be any involved episodes, yeah any episodes you loved or just didn't like or didn't think it flowed very well or whatever you know yeah let us know it's we want you guys to be on with us too yeah like, so I, i'd love to get people more involved reach out if we have more, this is, more this ways is for to all that. of you like it's not just us like don't think that for sure so if the Hobbermans need to you know get the clan together and break out a take I don't know. They need to like drop their like segment. Let us know. We'll work you in. <laughs> We're all having We're having fun. Well, next week we will be um, starting the in-season podcast schedule, and we'll start off with uh, what are we doing, Evan? A week, a preview of the matchups we yep. won, or yep, it's going to be. Uh, I'm I'm going to break down all the matchups um, for for week one. Um, after after Thursday night football, I'm not going to talk about Thursday night football. That's on your own. I mean, nobody talks about Thursday night football. Like, if, it, if you get any advice from me, don't start anybody on Thursday night if you can't help it. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm skipping that. I'm going into the matchups, and I'll talk about maybe the previous matchup if you play some guys. Yeah, they'll be included. But it's going to be a preview to Sunday football, and then um, and then hopefully. It depends, like what goes on. We might work it into one episode. We might do two, but I want to recap Sunday before Monday night, and then you guys can, or maybe we'll wait till after Monday night, and then we'll just recap all the games after they're done. Um, it just depends on timing with us too. So, like you know, you know, we all work and we all have other stuff, and we, I mean, I want to make it good for y'all, but like you know, still trying to keep things within reason. So there might be days when we do it then. It might be after we're going to be flexible. Sounds good. Well, yeah, let's tie so. this up and then um, we'll join back in next week. All right. Sounds good. Peace yeah. out, y'all. Thanks for joining.